It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Welcome to Signal Boost. This is Jess McIntosh. I'm here with Zerlina Maxwell, and we are joined right now by a friend of ours that we have not gotten to talk to in a very long time because she has been very busy. It's Simone Sanders, the Senior Advisor and Chief Spokesperson for Vice President Kamala Harris. Simone, it is so nice to talk to you. Thanks for being here. Greetings, friends. I am well. How are you all doing? You know, every day I wake up and I feel blessed you know what i mean like i feel i'm lucky um i have a job my family's all together and safe and so i'm counting my blessings that's how i am you know it's thursday too it's not tuesday tuesdays on this show right. we don't like we don't like tuesdays but we don't thursdays, like <laughs> we like a lot we are closer to friday so exactly. I'm, I'm with thursday's it. great exactly so where um, in the world are you yeah. right now i am in washington dc uh, and I will be on my way to the office when I uh, hop off the phone with you all. But I am excited um, that I had an opportunity to catch up with you guys today, come in and talk, because there's just so much happening. Mm. Uh, and there's so much happening with the administration, and we've got a lot to talk about. We do. I love I how busy s- you are. It I saves our lives. I was like, lots of things <laughs> happening. Um, there's no schedule that comes out, you know, that has any either the vice president or the president having executive time or whatever the, mm. they called it during uh, the Trump administration. There's like, they yeah, have meetings on meetings. So um, let's start with uh, the American um, families plan, because that's the one that I really feel like, you know, but for the makeup of this administration in terms of who the vice president is, who many of um, you all are as um, staff and senior staff and advisors um, that many of the components of this plan. It feels like women were in the room when when this was getting drafted up. Um, um, speak to, um, you know, the ways in which um, the Biden administration, um, you know, is is presenting a, a little bit of a new definition of what infrastructure um and and what support people actually really need because i feel like this is new and maybe more accurate (laughs) absolutely i mean look so at the beginning or even before this administration started a week before the administration started uh then uh, president-elect joe biden uh, rolled out the american rescue plan And at that time, the president and vice president said that, you know, this is part one of uh, a a two-part plan, if you will, because first we need to rescue this, the American people. Uh, The ARP, American Rescue Plan, was about survival, as the vice president often says. Uh, But we also know we need a recovery plan. And we know that long before the pandemic, there were structural and systemic issues that existed in our society that uh, kept women behind, kept people of color behind, um, kept poor people behind. And the American Jobs Plan and the American Families Plan uh, is the next half of that package that speaks to that. And child care is so important. 
Um, Vice President Harris often says that infrastructure is, yes, roads and bridges, um, but infrastructure in general is the, is the thing or things that folks need to live, to get to work, to help make a living. And so, yes, that's roads and bridges, um, but infrastructure is also uh, high-speed Internet. Infrastructure is also child care. Child care is the bridge for not just women, but parents to get to work. Uh, so the, in this American Families Plan, it calls on it calls for a couple of things, but chief among them is that middle-class families shouldn't have to pay more than 7% of their income on child care. Okay, full stop, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so important. And this is something, again, that will be a bridge to parents, not just women, but parents, men and women, to go to work. We know how expensive childcare is. We know how difficult it is um, for families who cannot afford childcare, uh, who don't have the option for them. And so under this plan, it ensures that childcare is accessible for everyone. I just love solutions that affect a large majority of Americans who have been ignored historically when they're saying, hey, this is a thing that would solve a lot of our problems. Like the fact that you guys are coming in and being like, yeah, we're going to address this thing that has regularly been dismissed as a women's issue. It turns out it's actually an economic issue <laughs> and we're going to fix it like that. Just that it like it literally warms my heart. Like I literally have a warm feeling in my chest when I consider this. OK. So I have a I have a, a vice president question. Um, Got it. I have a vice there president. There are answer, so hopefully. many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a good one. I like the vice president. I have a question about the role. We have so many different models of vice president. Um, I think I think Biden was an excellent model for a vice president, and he had a, a portfolio that was that was real and distinct. Um, but he weighed in on on everything. And then, of course, you have like the Cheney model of vice president, which is like, I guess, you know, being the, the president. But uh, the point is, what kind of vice president is is Kamala Harris becoming? Like what what kinds of issues are, are going to be her purview? And and and, you know, does she have does she have a favorite vice president in history? Like how is how does she see herself imagining that role? So uh, this is a question uh, I get often. And the reality is that uh, Vice President Harris is, yes, the kind of vice president to President Joe Biden that Vice President, then Vice President Joe Biden was to then President Barack Obama. Uh, her priorities are the administration's priorities. So she serves as, yes, an advisor to the president, but also a champion for the administration's priorities. So when it comes to the American Jobs Plan and the American Families Plan, Vice President Harris has been out traveling across the country. I believe last week we were in Baltimore and Rhode Island. Before that, we were in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, talking about how this plan benefits Americans families, American workers, and why it's so important that folks need to urge their members of Congress to help get this done. But she's also, uh, as folks know, has been taking a, a lead on broadband or high-speed internet, as I like to call it, because it's so critical. As we know, over the last year at least, we know that folks with access to high-speed internet um, have been able to do things and it's made a difference in their lives and those who haven't. And for Vice President Harris and President Biden, that is a top priority for this administration. She's going to help get that done. There's other things that she's leaned in on, small businesses, 
um, CDFIs, which is a fancy word, fancy acronym, in my opinion, for community lending, uh, helping uh, leading the charge on the diplomatic efforts with the Northern Triangle countries of Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Mexico. Uh, on, On top of a range of other issues today, that she is going to hold the inaugural meeting of the White House's Labor Task Force. She chairs that task force and co-chairs it um, along, it, it co-chaired along with Labor Secretary Marty Walsh. So there is a lot of work to be done in this administration. And Vice President Harris from day one has jumped in to do that work as a partner to the president as a, and as a champion of the administration's priorities. One of the other things that I think um, has been cool to watch is um, how it it's not it's a big deal that the vice president is a woman, but it's also kind of normal to look at right now. You know what I mean? Like we've been watching it mm-hmm. for a few months now. Um, mm. We saw the historic moment where uh, Vice President Harris and Speaker Pelosi were behind uh, the president for the joint uh the, the address to the joint session. Um, but, you know, even that night she was quoted as saying she wants this to be normal, you know, normal seeing women in these, these positions um, and having, you know, the portfolio that she does. Um, do you feel like it is becoming normalized? Because I, I find that like, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, there's the vice president. Like, but it's the first time we've ever even had a woman in yep. our entire lives. And so it's like every day it's a new thing. But also, I, even in my own brain, I think it's becoming normalized. I mean, why do you think that that's happening? I mean, it's sort of cool to watch and to, and to sort of live through. But we we elected a woman. We never did that before. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's like, yeah, we could totally do that. We can totally elect a, a woman president. We can totally do this. It's normal now. <laughs> Certainly, now let me say that um, I hope that it becomes normal for so many people, um, uh, so many people, not just in America, but around the world. And as President Biden said in his first sentences at the joint session, it's about time. When he said, Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President, and he said it's the first time that uh, a president has ever said those words. And it's about time. And it is about time. And I do hope over time that it becomes uh, normal, that we don't think twice about it. But it is not lost on Vice President Harris or this administration, the history that is being made every day, not only with the vice president, but with the historic changes um, that this administration and the, and the prom- historic promises that this administration made and the promises um, that were kept, the diversity of this cabinet of senior officials in this administration. And as Vice President Harris often says, her mother had many sayings. And one of them was, Kamala, you may be the first to do many things, but you will not and should not be the last. And she carries that with her um, everywhere she goes. She reminds us in meetings regularly that we are here working for the people and to ensure that we are opening up doors so that so many people can come behind us and do the work. So it is a, it's a tall order as she would say, but it is work that we could get done. Let, let me just say one other thing, because there's so much happening in the world right now. Um, there's so much happening in, this, in our country. Um, but we have made progress, and there are things we should be proud of. 
You know, we have, in this administration, we have delivered for the people. The first, uh, from day one in office to now, more than 2 million people have been fully vaccinated. Grandparents are being able to hug their grandchildren. People are being able to see their parents. I saw my mother for the first time a couple weeks ago. Uh, children are getting back in school. P- students, uh, p- uh, teachers are getting back to work. Progress has been made. You know, we, we, there's been more jobs created in the first 100 days, but we cannot let up. There is still a lot of work to do. That is why the administration is urging the passing of the American Jobs Plan, the American Family Plan, child care is so important, high-speed Internet access. Um, and access to that and affordable high-speed Internet is so important. Good-paying union jobs are so important. And those are things that we're focused on. But we also have to make sure that we can really beat this pandemic. And the way that we do that is to ensure that everybody goes and gets vaccinated. So uh, there's lots of work that has been done. There's lots of historic change and progress. But we still have to hunker down and do the work. And every day... Uh, this administration is focused on delivering for the people. And as Vice President Harris said, has always said, she said, I only ever had one client my entire career, the people. And we're all like, ma'am, I think that is very accurate for what we're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I said I said when we were when we were coming up on that hundred days mark that I, I was pretty confident that the Biden Harris administration had saved more lives and livelihoods in their yeah. first hundred days than any previous administration. And no one has disagreed with me on that point yet. Uh, what you all were able to do with the vaccine delivery systems in this country was simply miraculous. Um, I don't think any of us expected to be sitting here, um, you know, with as many of our friends and loved ones. And, you know, and now we're wor- now we're working on the vaccine hesitant. Like now we can actually say, OK, the issues now are young kids. The issues are the people who don't want to get the- like we can isolate the, the, the various issues that we have, as opposed to what you guys walked into, which was just a complete mess, like a complete abdication of responsibility. My guess is that you had the hardest transition that any incoming administration has ever had. Um, did you get anything helpful from the outgoing Trump-Pence administration? Like, were, were there binders handed over that, that helped, like, oh, by the way, here's the pandemic plan we didn't follow or anything like that? Like, did you get any help? Or did you just walk into the building cold? You know, there, uh, you know, it is, it is absolutely accurate to say there uh, was, was some help. And, you know, we have to make sure that we are lifting up the career administration officials across the federal government who have dedicated yes. their professional lives uh, to serving uh, various presidents from administration to administration and really, really doing the work and ensuring that there are folks that have institutional knowledge uh, in these agencies serving the American people. So we have to make sure that we're lifting up those folks. Um, and, but the reality is that uh, Joe Biden had a, and Kamala Harris, they had a plan. And I am so happy they had a plan. I'm so happy that uh, there are career administration officials to help implement this plan. And we have made real progress since those 100 days. I mean, we didn't even talk about the direct checks that have went to families, the, the orders that enter the war in Afghanistan. President Biden made the commitment to bring troops home by uh, September 11th this year. So a lot has happened, 
But again, there's still a lot of work to do, a lot of work to do. And we don't take that work lightly. Uh, it is a job, as Vice President Harris often says. This is serious, and we have to take this serious. And every single day, understand that when we walk into that building, we are doing work that, yes, can save lives, but that can help create livelihoods. And that is, I think, that's amazing. And it motivates me. I don't know about you guys, but I feel motivated. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a lot more motivating than when we used to wake up to like 6 a.m. tweets. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like, it was like, it's like night and day thinking back to how we used to live um, and how we can wake up now and sort of be like, okay, I can take a breath. Um, I can look um, with clear eyes at the problems that exist because there are still p- plenty of those. Um, one of the we we were talking uh, and Jess, you mentioned um, the fact that it's such a positive thing that we are left with just the vaccine hesitant at this point. I mean, everybody that wanted a vaccine like jumped in line with their sleeves up and now we're left with the people who have maybe valid questions. Um, some um, have been sort of suckered by misinformation. Um, I know the the vice president and the president, I mean, the administration um, is focused on trying to communicate in so many ways to get to those vaccine hesitant people. Um, but what are some of the creative ways? Because I've actually been following on social media and seeing the vice president specifically do a lot of different things with like creatives and influencers to, to really try to spread the message about vaccination. And I found it very innovative for a White House, <laughs> um, not even a campaign, but just a White House doing that. Um, so can you, in the last couple of minutes here, speak to the ways in which the vice president and, and the Biden administration are working to directly target those vaccine hesitant in new and, you know, innovative ways? Absolutely. So um, our administration has these ongoing public education campaign efforts. And part of those efforts um, there is a campaign <laughs> housed out of HHS, uh, Department of Health and Human Services, and it's called the We Can Do This campaign. And we are encouraging all Americans to get vaccinated, and we are answering folks' questions. So there are digital ads. There are digital partnerships. There's a program that we have called Pass the Mic, where influencers or celebrities, uh, whether you are a celebrity with millions of followers or a local celebrity with hundreds of followers or influential person in your community, you can pass the mic and do an Instagram live engagement with one of our amazing doctors who are, who are helping chair this effort. Um, and they will answer questions live on your platform. Yesterday, we had a lot of vaccine engagement coming out of the White House. Vice President Harris and Dr. Marcella Nunez-Smith, um, they hosted a uh, off-the-record discussion with a number of celebrities and influencers um, to really answer questions about the vaccine. And there were lots of questions. Folks were on the Zoom for over an hour um, uh, asking key questions, but also asking how can they be more helpful? What else can they do? Last night um, on MSNBC Town Hall with the doctors uh, went down. It was amazing. Prior to the town hall, Vice uh, President Biden sat down with Lawrence O'Donnell to talk about the vaccine. So we're really trying to be innovative and creative. You're going to see some more things on social. Look out for things with Snapchat and some interesting uh, things happening with Twitter. And at the end of the day, it is the administration's perspective that we can do this. 
hence the name of the campaign. <laughs> we yeah. can absolutely do this, but we have to ensure that we are spreading the word and partnering um, with folks all over the board. So uh, this week we launched a partnership with Uber and Lyft. They're going to offer free rides to vaccination sites starting Monday, May 24th until Friday, July 4th. So there's literally no excuse if you don't have transportation. If you, if, if you know you are low on your Uber coins or your Lyft coins, don't worry. Your ride to and from the vaccination site is, in fact, free. McDonald's has partnered with the administration. They are putting up billboards in Times Square featuring info for nearby uh, vaccine appointments. And in July, they will have, a, in every McDonald's across the country, a redesigned McCafe cup and delivery seal stickers featuring the We Can Do This slogan and design, just reminding people that there's, we, we still have work to do. Take the vaccine. Do your part. Uh, Vice President Harris and President Biden and our administration officials are doing radio and television. They're hosting town halls. We are literally going everywhere we can trying to meet the people where they are to reach the president. I love that you guys went from we can do hard things in the campaign to we can do this because now you've done the hard thing. You're in the White House and now we can do this next part too. Um, Simone Sanders, thank you so much for all of the work that you are doing and, and also for joining us this morning. We really appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you all so much. And we will, I'll be back soon. So thank you. Yes. Thank you oh, so good. much. Oh, Stay good. Safe. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to the Signal Boost podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more news.